Shop, fam. Exactly. I am here. Uh, I had to take a week off. I apologize. I lost a family member. Yeah. My my cat. Shout out to Jabba. Um, which everyone says is a boy because for the longest time I thought Jabba was a woman. Jabba the Hutt. Uh-huh. Even though I, I guess I they're like, oh no, that's a guy. Like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jabba the Hutt's a dude, bro. Oh, I, I, Jabba. <laughs> you didn't tell by his voice. Oh, Jabba, ooh, ba, ba, Jabba. I thought all the huts sounded like that. Is there like a female? No, hut? the female. Is yeah. there a female hut? Yeah. How do you think they make more huts? That's what I'm. I mean, I don't know. It could be. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they could be asexual. That's no, what I'm I saying. There's female huts. That's the what I'm lady saying. Huts. After this ish, at last episode. Leia. Uh, yeah. the, the, <laughs> Uh, after this last issue of, of House of X, I, 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 I'm, <laughs> anything goes. Hey, In my case, you, you know, feel me? You know what would be great? Hmm. If uh, Jabba comes back through the forest and looks down upon Kylo and is like, I am your father. <laughs> like, bitch. <laughs> that time when Leia was my concubine? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Just gonna let you know. I'm fucking weak. How huts work, son. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm weak as fuck. That'd be crazy. Some alien special shit where it spices itself into her DNA. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in all honesty, all, all go, everything goes. Everything I love goes, a hut. As long as it's explained well. As long as it's explained well, everything goes. Case in point, I wish, uh, 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 what's his name? Joaquin was here. I Snow Nothing, who was with us. Uh, we've been 100% correct on the X-Men shit. Oh, yeah, bro. We've yeah. been 100%. Ooh. We do, We does this, okay? We does this. Hey, it's. I'm going to tell you something that's amazing. We, we don't read comic books like At the Ned says, and yet somehow we magically uh, uh-huh. predicted pretty much the whole story so far. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, pretty much. Let's see. We, we called out the... Uh, um, let's see. We already said in the other episodes, but the Moira in the apocalypse suit mm-hmm. um, in the previous timeline. Mm-hmm. The uh, this man was very clear on everybody dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> going I, just, I feel the like they ain't coming back. Man. Yeah, they go die, and then we were already uh, clear from the first episode um, mm-hmm. that we started discussing it. That oh yeah, they're gonna work past uh, resurrection. Yeah, um, yeah, and obviously. <sighs> Mutants are sick of dying. Um, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, they're sick of dying, but they're almost so used to it by now. Yeah. Like, I, this is just what we need to do. And, like, I remember there was a line. God, I don't remember what exactly what it said, but I remember there was a line where they said that, you know, they die like mutants just do. It's just a thing that we do. We all die. Like, we've all died once in our lives. Yeah. Like pretty much for the most part, other than like Rogan Gambit, <laughs> everyone has like died <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least once. 
and I could be wrong there. Maybe Rogan Gambit did one time, but everyone else has like died at one point. So it's and maybe beats. Uh, Gambit became a horseman, so he might as well have been dead. Well, he yeah he was <laughs> he was dead. So, so yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So um, yeah, I mean it's it's what they do. Um, uh, we, Ivy, shout out Ivy. He said, "In this house, we stand all mutants, not all." You know what? Uh, not all. If Hickman's riding them. Ever even gold balls. Perhaps, yeah, you know even what? Gold balls and golden. You, you know what? You know what? That is. There's levels to writing. Mm-hmm. Where you can take a character or a few characters that nobody gives a shit about, and then within like two panels, you give them hope. <laughs> you get. You make them <laughs> the most important niggas yeah. <laughs> in all of existence. One of the stupidest characters ever was Gold Balls. This nigga shoots balls out of nowhere. Why? What kind of balls are these? Where do they go? What the fuck is it? Hickman has the answer. And then Hickman showed up and said, Ayo. <laughs> Hickman said, <laughs> I got an answer for you. Hey, let me, let, me, let me get him real quick. Let me get him real quick. What do you think about it? What are balls? When you make the when you make some references to them, balls become eggs, eggs that are fertile. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's so. Well, where do you begin? So out of nowhere, gold balls is now the most important human mutant <laughs> in probably existence. Yep. Like out of nowhere, gold balls is the guy. He's one of the guys. Like, one of the guys, but, like, in all honesty, without him, none of this works. <laughs> well, actually, without a couple of them. Well, I mean, they well actually, they all really, really, yeah. really and Like you said, they took every mutant there mm-hmm. that was semi-useless. I mean, think Proteus. Yeah. Like, you're basically a villain. You just eat up niggas', niggas worlds. Yeah. Um, they found a way for you to exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's it called? Elixir, who, I mean, he was valuable, mm-hmm. but y'all found a way to bring him in. Makes mm-hmm. sense of a lot of it. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the most useless mutants that we've uh, that we thought was going to be useful in a long time, hope, hope, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, hope is now has gives us hope. Um, um, what was I going to say? Uh, I'm going to say something controversial right now, and I, are you ready for it? Go ahead. That was the worst thing to happen to the X Men ever. To the X Men franchise. That episode, what up, Heiser Turtle? That that issue, that was the worst thing that happened to the X Men. I was pissed reading this. I was reading this. I was like, this is fantastic. This is some of the greatest shit I've ever read. Fuck this. Now you're probably thinking, what the hell, Corey? You're like the biggest X Men fan ever. Why would you think that way? Let me tell you why. And no one can argue with me here on this. We can't go back now. We can't go back. Everything that we've known about the X-Men so far, mm-hmm. 30, 40 years worth of shit, fuck it all. <laughs> Take it, throw it in the trash. We don't, we can't go back. Nigga, we resurrect the niggas in eggs. <laughs> in gold balls. In, in the gold eggs. In <laughs> gold balls. Made by Proteus. We can't go back now. All that shit that we we read and we enjoyed and we loved, fuck out of here. <laughs> we can't go back. 
and uh, and why why we got a uh, why we got um, Aurora X out there giving the giving the big speeches, giving the big speeches. <laughs> She's worthy <laughs> shit. Cyclops said, "I learned how to be a better leader because of you." Yep. Like nigga, we can't go back. Gene, that Gene and Storm hug. We- I know you. <laughs> and, and, and that was a deep you cut because yeah. that I, I read that uh, that part and I was like, I've read this before. I was like, I don't know where I read this before, but I felt this, that scene seems so familiar, like a deja vu type thing to me. Mm-hmm. And then someone finally posted the panel, then I had to, I had to repost it. And I was just like, that's where it was from. Um, that, that nailed it. It's from X Factor. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and when Gene came back, and everyone was like, what the fuck, Gene's back again. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, she was like, I'm the only me there ever was. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. That's what's up. Um, like I said, I'm pissed off. I'm pissed because I'm reading this and I'm like, we can't go back now. Things can't go back to the way they were. Mm, no. Um, Hickman has spoiled us with what is probably the greatest X-Men story in I don't know how long. Um, everything... Everything he's doing is just fucking great. I don't. It's hard to even talk about it. It's so good. Um, but we did call things like you we said. Did. We um, did. I just else? didn't know how. Um, but yeah, the resurrection was uh, definitely a big call. The uh, what else did we say? Um, the, the oh yeah, the the relationship between um, Sinister mm-hmm. and the X Men. Um, I told. I said on yeah. the show. Sinister is in it for the genetics. Yeah. If they give Sinister the right offer, right offer, Sinister is down. Apocalypse as well. Apocalypse is entire thing is I want to see if mutants are fit to survive. Where where do you show me that? Show me that you are ready to be the dominant species on this planet. And for them making this flex, I yeah. that, that that is everything that Apocalypse has wanted. And when they Absolutely. did that scene, that was just so perfectly done. Like, yes, I look at you like my children. I was the first. He was. And I struggled to survive. I don't know how many people read, like, the Apocalypse Origins, you know, when, you know, prior to him taking on Celestial Technology. But he was raised on survival. The bandits that basically raised him, discarded mutant, showed him that, you know, you have to be strong. You have to be ready to take. And so did Egypt. So did his interactions with... Uh, Early Kang and all those people as Kang came back to the past. Absolutely, like, he he only knew that struggle and survival, which is funny because that also reigns very much with Magneto. You know, Magneto grew up in the Holocaust, mm-hmm. so Magneto knew initial. Yeah, I have to be stronger. Yeah, man will destroy you mm-hmm. if you are not. Absolutely. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, that reminded me. That scene reminded me of when um. You know, after the decimation and um, Cyclops brought all the mutants, like good or bad, all the mutants to San Francisco and brought all of them together. And then Magneto shows up and everyone's getting ready to fight Magneto. And Magneto's like, no, I'm not here to fight. He's like, you've done what I've been trying to do. You've done what I've been trying to do. Mm-hmm. All I wanted to do was unite us. Yep. That's all I wanted to do. You might not have argued. You might have argued with my methods. But the goal was always the same. I just wanted us to be united. You've done it. 
I don't need to fight you no more. <laughs> yep. We don't need to be enemies no more. MTF, Same thing with Apocalypse. What oh, MTF here says, wouldn't them have the ability to resurrect be contrary to what Apocalypse stands for? Um, I would say no. Okay. And here's why. Not only does Apocalypse use forms of resurrection to sustain himself, mm-hmm. but you have to understand this is also a mutant form of resurrection. This is mutants coming together to survive. Shout and out to real quick. They're more powerful. Shout out to Cheryl and the and the feed. Uh, thank you, Cheryl, for joining us. I think feel like it's been a while. Always a presence here. Love to get you on the show sometime. Um, we'll, we'll have to do that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, I feel like I mean, Apocalypse has been resurrected all the time. I don't think yeah. he has a problem with resurrection. Apocalypse pretty much is re- resurrection. Yeah. It's he's about survival. Mm-hmm. Part of surviving is living. So, yeah, yeah, technically, you know, if the mutants are more fit to survive and they've they found their own way to do what he's been doing for generations, that is a move in the right direction. Like I said, it's they're using their powers or using their abilities to prove that mm-hmm. they are the most fit to survive on the planet. And that is everything Apocalypse is about. I like what June says here. Can't Franklin Richards end all of this on his own that he wanted to? Yes. And that's why he's an issue. <laughs> Yep. He's a problem. Well, you got to remember you got to remember at the same time, none of this exists if not for Franklin. Franklin went around and created the multi- recreated the multiverse. This is true. I sent you a picture uh to your email. I wanted you to pull that up if you can when you get a chance. Um the game has been changed now. Um there's a scene in the comic. I think I'm pretty sure I said this the Super Suit show one. Yeah. Oh my bad. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, when I say we can't go back, this is what I meant. When I saw that Apocalypse was on the team, the first thing I thought was, okay, that's Genesis older. Those of you who don't remember from the stellar Uncanny X-Force comic, uh, was it, uh, Phantom X? Phantom X saved, uh, the, uh, Apocalypse as a kid and saved him. Yeah. And so I'm thinking that was him. But no, it's it's Apocalypse Apocalypse. <laughs> oh shit. Uh and and you know, one of my favorite scenes was when he finally lands on Kokoa and Kokoa starts to react to him being there. And, and Apocalypse says, Yes, old friend, I have returned. Now once he once uh we got a picture up here uh from uh uh oh give me sideways that's all good yeah so, I got it uh, he got Sorry. it um there was a scene that fucking frightened me and that scene is you know Wolverine says yo are you sure of this are you sure this is what we're gonna do and 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 he was like yeah let him in look at how much power is in these pictures these are a bunch of villains. That are coming to the island. Um, let's see here. I just want to make sure I read them all. I see Sinister. I see Random. I haven't seen Random in so fucking long. Random is a great villain. Random is a mutant whose power is basically... He was... He was um, Darwin before Darwin. Yep. Basically, he, he doesn't have flesh. He's like... Plasm. And basically, anything you hit him with, 
his body will react and he'll become a weapon to fight you. So that's why he's called Random. Uh, I see Random. I see Sinister. I see Lady Mastermind. I see Gorgon. I see... Oh, shit. Yeah, Gorgon's a mutant, isn't he? Yeah, because remember, he has the power to turn you to stone. Yeah, Gorgon's a mutant. I completely yeah. forgot. I was going to say, what's Gorgon doing there? Oh, yeah, he's yeah. a mutant. I see fucking um, Acolyte. Um, I mean, Exodus. Yep, Exodus. I see... Dude... Exodus is so slept on. I'm like, how come Exodus isn't used more? Because Exodus is like damn near like Superman with like cable powers. He's like like, Superman with TK. (laughs) He's Superman with TK. He's external, so he's immortal. Yeah. They had him on the list for Omega Mutants, right? Yeah. Okay, they did have him on the list. Yeah. Uh, Because he doesn't have any, like, he doesn't tire in use of his TK. mm -hmm, Like, he's mm -hmm. that. He's that powerful. I completely forgot about Acolyte. I mean, about Exodus. Where the hell? I keep on calling him Acolyte because that was the name of his crew that followed Magneto. Yeah, I stopped bringing him up because people. I'd bring him up in conversations with people who talk about like powerful characters and people were like who. So I just stopped talking about him. Like, all right, I guess people don't read it. Is that Selena? I see. Maybe behind Implate. Who Implate's there too? Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Implate's who's, here. Who's the one? Who's riding the dragon in the background? I'm trying to think. I can't think of who that is. I can't think of who that At is. At least not on the villain side. Either. Most characters with pets are generally heroes. Yeah, that's true. I um, see Callisto. Um, who's that yeah. behind Selena? Celine, is that a um? I can't make him out. Sebastian Shaw. Maybe um, Sebastian normally looks a little bit bigger, but the I white hair kind of it's makes the it's think. the it's the pirate getup that he's wearing, yeah. <laughs> like that episode of Seinfeld. Pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's oh, okay. Hold on, that's a better. Yeah, because the old timey clothes. That's I what I'm that saying. Is. It's yeah. close. I think you're right. And that's got to be Celine. She's holding the skull. That's got to oh, be Celine. Who's, who's homeboy right here? Uh, he is looks that familiar. Metallo? No, not Metallo. Um, starts with an M. Homeboy up front. Mendalo. Mentalo, I think. I think it might be Mentalo. I think it might I gotta, be I gotta, I'm, that's probably a deep cut. The, the the woman on the dragon. I'm trying to think who that is. Uh, is that Wildside? <laughs> Below up next to Maybe. Amanda? I think that's Wildside. I think that was his name. Like, he was one of them oh, dumb God. 80s, dumb, I mean, 90s uh, comic book characters. So there's some deep cuts in here. Yeah. Um, The power that is on this page. The power. Who is fucking with the mutants right now? Um, Franklin Richards. Damn. The- He's a mutant too. <laughs> He's a mutant too. Uh, yeah, and no, right now. He's a mutant too, though. Right now, the only characters that are fucking with the mutants would be. Let's see, I, I well let's no let's let's go down mutant problems. Okay, let's go down mutant problems. So they already limited the uh, master mold. Okay, so that's a wrap. Um, characters who could potentially challenge mutants. First and foremost, uh, on Earth, the Dr. Victor Von Doom. He'll cure that mutant plague over, overnight. Tell me more. I'm not saying he has a beef with mutants. However, of characters who could take down the mutants. And you have to remember, humans have been wait, ma- making ways to turn off mutant powers for a long time. I wouldn't see if like it came to it. Because Doctor Doom's dabbled on both sides, and Reed Richards, I'm sure, has the capability to do this too. Of course, then he'd be out of the sun. But you could turn off all mutant powers on Earth. 
So if they walk out of, um, if they walk out of their mutant haven and step anywhere on Earth, you could turn off all mutant powers. MTF says you're not wrong. No, I like what you're saying, but MTF says Black Bolt as well. Black Bolt and the Inhumans are a threat. Here's the problem. Because of Terra Gen. Here's the problem. That got fixed though. That got fixed. That got resolved. No, oh, yeah, it did. Here's yeah, the problem. Story. People said the Inhumans. Here's the problem. The Inhumans were going against the X-Men. We're not talking the X-Men now. We're talking mutants. So all of these niggas. Yeah. Apocalypse. Celine. Celine alone. Celine. <laughs> people forget how powerful Celine is. Not only that, but we don't know if they have Mr. M yet. Mm. Mr. M's up there in that Omega too. Mr. M, is Mr. M as powerful as Franklin? Could he be as powerful as Franklin? We haven't seen the extents of Mr. M, but I think Mr. M needs a degree of contact. Okay. I, that's okay. what I thought. I thought Mr. M... Because most of the time, if I recall, they showed Mr. M touching something... And he could touch things by proxy, meaning right. like if he touched the ground, he could touch whatever out. Whatever but out there, yeah. I think Franklin Richards is still more powerful. Franklin's because, still like the guy. Said, he doesn't need his is entirely psionic. It's you know he Tracy Irvin says uh, isn't Selena mortal exactly, yeah. and she can't be killed at all. She's immortal as long as Franklin wants her to be immortal. <laughs> Let's keep going at it. So the only person fucking with mutants are themselves. Like I said, oh no, I was making, I was going down the list. Okay, so Doctor Doom. Okay, Doctor Doom, Reed Richards. Is the You're problem. gonna have to give me more convincing on Doom. Well, think of, like I said, Doom has the ability not only to time travel. Okay, at will okay. in the same reality. They he, have a time traveler too. They have a time traveler. Uh huh. Doom could time travel before. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the, here's the thing. That's here's bullshit. The, here's That's the, bullshit. The, here's the, here's the okay. The universe looked at Doom. And oh. Doom was there back. Doom you are in a Doom fan club, and that's okay, because so is mine. I'm in a Doom fan club, I'm, too. I'm just saying characters okay. who are capable. Okay, are capable. Characters okay. are capable. Okay, okay. I'm not saying he would. I'm I got you. He I got probably you. don't have no beef. Okay. Don't come to Liberia. I ain't got no problem with you. I'm, I'm rolling. I'm yeah, rolling. I'm saying, but Reed, Even though Doom would see them as a threat. Yeah. Which, to me, we're we're but, going to war. But There's but, a war here's coming. The thing, here's the thing. We know that Magneto and Professor X are probably smart enough to have that conversation. It'll be much like a Namor or Panther conversation, where it's like, look. Sovereignty, recognize sovereignty. That's it. You don't. We we know that you don't fuck with the normal humans that have hunted us. Your country hasn't hunted us. Mm. We'll let bygones be bygones. MTF said leech. <laughs> hey bro. Hey leech bro. Hey. We said leech. You is know what? I like that you said that on his on the Twitter on the Super Social Twitter feed. He said, "Is leech now the most dangerous mutant on the planet?" Yes. yes. Yep. Absolutely. Leech has one <laughs> power only. And it's not, what's crazy is that it's not even really a power. Yeah. Like, because he doesn't have to turn it on. Just his presence yep. shuts down mutants. It doesn't matter what your fucking power is, yeah. you're done. <laughs> Leech could literally take in a whole mutant race out with a knife. Listen. All of just got to walk up on anybody, snap. Listen, listen, hold on, 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 hold Leech has been have somebody fuck up and kill Artie. Think, this nigga goes nuts. Think about it. Think about it though. 
Leech's entire power is basically not to be a mutant. No, that's exactly. Yeah. Like, his power is... So is Leech really a mutant? I, here's the and deal. he looks fucked up. Here's the, <laughs> here's the deal. Yeah, he's a mutant. He is a mutant. But the problem is, he can't control his power at all. He's one of those type of mutants. He can't help it. Just being around him well, makes turns your shit off. And like, he doesn't even have to do anything. And not only that, but you're going to have to take it one step further. Leech is the government problem for all superpower beings. Because it ain't just mutants he turns off. Are we sure about that? Absolutely. He turned off the power pack. They have multiple. They're, they're not mutants at all. Nope. They're powered by Celestials. Can we Google that? Can we Google his oh, no, I, real quick? Before I, before I made that post, I, I researched. Yeah. It's okay. Fact. It, it's fact. Okay. He did that. I see so he battles. turns off all powers. All superpowers. That doesn't make sense, though. Why? Because some people's powers are are um um natural. Yeah, like, but it's a genetic. It's gen- he turns <laughs> off whatever genes give you anything. He basically his power is, is to a, make you a human, neutralizer. He's like a neutralizer. Yeah, he's like a neutralizer. So no powers at all work around him. At all. So like, if you're like Tony Stark, you good. That's what I'm saying. Tony Stark is straight. Batman, you good? Batman is straight. Yeah. Cap. Cap. Uh, I don't know steroids. Like, <laughs> 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 it's funny because the super soldier serum is just roids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Leech, 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 Leech is the guy that couch mutants. The new century would destroy the mutants no, easily. Because if you go, if you go to, um, if you go back to uh, shit, I forget what comics it was, but around the time they were talking about like the Age of Apocalypse kind mm-hmm. of comics and the future of mutants, mm-hmm. uh, or not Age of Apocalypse, but I'm sorry, but. Uh, the days after the Sentinel takeover, like Bishop's mm-hmm. time frame, they have a scene and a shot where Leech is literally uh, strung up to a radar. That and was broadcasting. That was the one I posted. That was Weapon yeah. X number what, 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 what? five. Uh, when um, in the early two thousands, when there was like ninety million X Men comics, yeah. there was a Weapon X comic, which basically the Weapon X facility was was brought back. And they hired, they got these other mutants to capture mutants and throw them in there. And how they were kept in that uh, concentration camp was that they had Leech tied up to that radar. And they were amplifying his powers and making and keeping everyone, they couldn't use their powers at all. Yeah. And so, um, and imagine his DNA being cloned. And then them putting that into a serum. That's what he's saying on here. That's what they, that's what the uh, uh, MTF was saying. He also said, "Would a vibranium sentinel be a problem? Not when you got Proteus." <laughs> well, plus not only that, but uh, not just Proteus, but um, the big thing about Sentinels is that they've moved over to like the Terminator style technology with like adaptive nanobots and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. that's the more dangerous stuff because. Vibranium is still just a material. I mean, you have mutants yeah. that could just convert, uh, transmute matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Mr. M, he's a matter manipulator. Okay, y'all butterflies. Now, moving on. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. So, you have the adaptive nanobots, which could, you know, can't, what, nullify the energies that are coming into them and all kinds of crazy shit. Well, June says here, uh, Leech, could Leech beat Thor? No, because when the smoke clears, Thor is Asgardian. So he's still powerful. I reminds me of one of my yeah. favorite of when when Donny Cates was writing um, Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange and Loki were fighting each other, and then this girl cast a spell, which meant that none of them could use 
their powers anymore. And she's like, now you guys gotta fight. But the Strange is like, wait, he still has Guardian. Loki just <laughs> knocks him across the room. <laughs> He's like, wait, he still has Guardian. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you have, you have to keep in mind, like, if they make you down to your base form and your base form, you still pinch, press uh, 100, uh, 100 tons, you still get to bench press 100 tons. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Now, you but, might make him unworthy and he can't pick up the hammer, but yeah, he's still going But he still has Guardian. He's going to beat your ass. Still fuck you up. It's not a power up. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, the, so I was thinking, what if Leech became villainous? Yeah, what's like, that? He could be the most dangerous. Like think of think of Leech being trained by the hand. Mm. Leech being an assassin. Mm. Leech could literally put a hit on any superhero he wanted to. What if Leech became the executioner? Mm. What if, instead of executioner? What if Le- Leech became death for Apocalypse? And he could go around and just basically kill... I mean, he could kill anyone. Well, Leech can't be around the He could kill immortals. Could Leech kill Selene? Yes. Think about it. If it's part of her power... If it's part of your power set to become immortal, then you could die around Leech. Hmm. He's the great equalizer. He's the nullifier. Think about... And that's why I said... Because remember, Apocalypse doesn't necessarily give you your power from him. He does a lot of the powering on the ship. On right, the right, right, ship. right, right. So you could still power up Leech into a horseman, and you could make Leech true death. Because hmm. Leech could go around, like I said, Leech could target anyone he wants to. I don't know what the power boost could do. It could go to the point where he could sense you through Cerebro, turn off your powers from wherever he's at, teleport in on you with Ileana, murk you, and leave. What if he could just turn off anybody's powers remotely? I'm thinking that I'm thinking that right now. Like, what if he got a hold of Cerebro? Yeah. Then, like, because obviously from the Weapon X issue, his powers can be amplified through technology. Yes. His powers can be amplified. What if he got a hold of Cerebro and was just cutting random niggas' powers off? Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, yo. How, how far could you involve him? Because think about, I'm think about with what the X-Men like are working it. with now. Uh-huh. The X-Men got on the same squad... Uh-huh. They've got people like Forge who can build you anything. Uh-huh. They've got Xavier with Cerebro, mm-hmm. right? Hooked up all the time. Mm-hmm. You got Apocalypse who can evolve motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I mean, ooh, ooh, here's another character I haven't thought of who could be a problem. Who could definitely be a problem with the advancements of mutant. What's up? The High Evolutionary. True. <laughs> Just think about it. Think about it. Like, you're cutting off a series of mutating specimens. So? Fuck these niggas. He could be interested. Hmm. He could be interested. Well, how are you evolving? I want to see this. Why are you... But he can't get in. Fuck him. He can't get in. He's not a mutant. What if, wait, and he has mutates. What if his mutates... That's can, a good question. Can, can mutates get in? That is a good question. Because I want to say no, but then in honesty, like, why can not? he evolve himself into a mutant? And get it. Mm. June says, is Scarlet Witch going to get involved at all in this series by Hickman? Because I know she was mentioned in the last one since she's a mutant serial killer. Uh, right. She's a great pretender. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know if they're going to get, he, she's going to show up in this series, but I feel like they're going to address her before Hickman leaves the title. Yeah. And I feel like it needs to be addressed. I feel like, I, I say this to this day, people got pissed at me, I don't care. I feel like she got a slap on the wrist. Her and fucking Pietro. 
Both got slaps on the wrist for what they did for House of M. Then they try to make it seem like it wasn't really their fault. It was kind of sort of Dr. Doom's. Fuck out of here. I still think they got a slap on the wrist. Jean Grey still gets shit for Phoenix. And that was completely not her fault. Completely not her fault. That wasn't her. Exactly. Exactly. She was cocoon. Exactly. Scarlet Witch should get something. Like, nothing happened. Like, all right, we good. They need Franklin first before they can pull up. Before they can pull up. And also, that's another thing that makes uh, Scarlet Witch dangerous. She she could turn niggas' powers off, too. She could turn niggas off, just like Leech did. She has the potential. Not that doesn't mean she knows how to do it. Doesn't mean but, that she'll actually do it. But she has the potential to do something. Think about it. Who better to send after her than Leech, the great assassin? But, <laughs> I need more info. So, for example, would Doctor Strange's powers work around Leech? I don't know about magic. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, magic's a different story. I need more clarification on that. That could be potential for the character. What if, like you said, he is the great nullifier? What if he is the great equalizer, I mean? Yeah. As in, he turns you, he turns off any extension to your being. Like, you're back to just regular you. Yeah, however you are. However you are. Come as you are. Yep. No nigga who wouldn't have a problem with that. Like you said, Thor, alien characters. Punisher. Pun- yeah, Punisher and... <laughs> <laughs> Which Clap, you-, you still get a cat. Are you reading Punisher Kill Crew? Oh yeah, because it's fucking fantastic. Punisher Kill Crew is good. Marvel, Marvel's hitting right now with some books. Listen, man, I said Marvel, it the other day. Marvel I'm not, you know, we get shit for you know dicking Marvel, but I'm, I, I'll say I'm dicking. Marvel's killing it right now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They're oh, killing it right now. I'm not dicking. I've never dicked. <laughs> I'm not doing it now. I'm not doing it later. I just want to be clear about that. <laughs> I'm fucking dicking. I don't know. But no, for real, I, it, it more, I, they're killing it right now. But that doesn't mean that there are any missteps. And I think we had one this last week. With? Nepotism. Can we talk nepotism? Sure. Oh. Wow. You think okay. we were going with this? I, yep. You see where I'm going with yep, this? I do. Alright, um, Nepotism. Nepotism could be a good thing sometimes. Um, Jaden Smith. Um. <laughs> oh, 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 Damon Wayne's kid. I think he's great. Yeah, he's funny. Um, Let's be cops is hilarious. It is. It let's hilarious. be cops is slept on. Slept let's on. be cops was great. Um, no, not, too, not enough people went saw that. Yeah, it's let's be hilarious. cops was great. I'm pretty sure there's more. Um, uh, John Mita Juniors. Um, um, <laughs> ah, shit. Um, yeah, uh, the Qbert kids. Sometimes it's good. And sometimes... I would say most of Hollywood. Yeah, and sometimes it's completely terrible. Yeah. So let's talk about this new Spider-Man book. One new Spider-Man book. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't want to go there. Spider guy. However, and I said something the other day, and, and people got on my case, and I don't give a shit. I meant what I said. If you don't understand what I meant, I don't give a fuck. There's only one spider kid that matters. Miles Morales. 
He's not a spider kid. He's a kid. That's he's not a kid. Yeah, is he under 18? Shut the fuck up. He had the 17 year olds are not kids. 17 year olds. Look, son of boy. Look, 17 year olds. I'm almost 37 I'm years old. You under We're the same age. Don't old. do that. <laughs> you was much behind me, son, all right? Stop talking I like Bob Hornet Leg on. I was born in 1982. Like <laughs> you was born in 1983. 83. Yeah, yeah. That's a different year, son. I know you were a little young. You Knock understand it the fuck that. Off. Knock it off. But 82 happened before Knock 83. It off. Knock yeah. it off. Knock it off. You know? By Spider Kids. Unfortunately, Spider Man is an illegitimate father. Apparently, he got mad kids in mad universes. He has a whole bunch of them. Swinging that web. Swinging it left to right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, out of all of these kids that this nigga has, all I care about is Mayday. I don't give a shit. And baby said, what about Spinner Man? Spinner Man's cool. Spinner Man ain't Mayday, though. Mayday. The best part is we don't need a whole bunch of different ones. But we don't. one and flesh it out a bit. No, you're Mayday right. Has but that's the most what fleshed out history. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. like, we don't need these other niggas. And she had a whole Spider Girl book for a long time. Yeah. For a long time, man. Like almost 100 issues. And 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 yeah, like get the fuck out of here. So basically, you're doing. So basically, the new Spider Man JJ Abrams book. Don't read it. Don't read it. I do not like when companies release a book and don't tell us it's an Elseworld. Huh. It's confusing. It's jarring. It's like, wait, what the fuck? Like, in the first two pages, MJ dies. Wait, what? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell's going on? And then we find out, oh, shit, this is like an alternate world. And him and MJ have a kid together. And so now the kid is trying to become Spider-Man. And since MJ's death, Spider-Man gets all sad and depressed. I've seen and read this a bazillion times. Yeah, but now you're doing it today. <laughs> I did it last year almost with Into the Spider-Verse where, where Spider-Man uh, gets sad because he didn't have MJ and got depressed and all this shit. It's, it's, I'm tired of it. You imagine sitting at home. Watching into the Spider Verse and calling up your dad and be like, Dad, Dad, I got an idea. We're gonna do the same thing, but now make him a white kid. <laughs> I see it. I see. It. I don't know where this is all coming from. It's all just flowing into my mind out of nowhere. I'm mad because Marvel made a big deal about this shit, and they were so excited to say, "Hey, J.J. Abrams." I remember Sabolski. He even said he was like. Uh, it's been a long time since a comic book has done a million copies. He said, I have an idea where we could do that again. And that was supposed to be this J.J. Abrams Spider-Man. I, uh, I, I, I swig in a mess. Yeah. Hey. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh-oh. And this is, you know, this is just me. Pop it off. Stop trying to make new characters that are the same character that you're trying to replace in the same book. Tell me more. So, essentially, what he's, do what he's doing is he took Spider-Man, mm -hmm. they made a little Spider-Man, killed MJ, and now we're watching little Spider-Man, who literally is going through the same trauma as Spider-Man. Spider pretty much. Yeah. Like, you, what happened to Peter Parker? Well, he lost his parents. 
And then he's being raised in a single-parent home. <laughs> <laughs> and he has spider powers. Uh, I mean, come, why are we seeing this again? And didn't we like, just see him raise a kid with Spinneret, like, literally, like, a year ago? Yeah. And we're doing it again now with another kid? We got a decent variation with Miles, who isn't in the same family, has a mm. different parenting setup. Mm. Like, he's, you know, he didn't lose his parents. And mm. Like, so we're getting something different. And it was like, no, no, no. We're going to try to say the same exact story again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Why? Why? What's the point like, of it? Move, move to if you don't have something new, mm-hmm. just use the same fucking Peter Parker and tell them. <laughs> we don't need it. We have way too many of them it. already, and that's why I said that. I was like, dude, all I fucking care about is Mayday Parker. I don't give a shit about any of them. I like Spinnerette. I think she's great, but she's not Mayday Parker. Like, Mayday Parker's the one. We don't need a bunch of other ones. Yeah, Mayday's been in crossover. She's been... She's she's the one who the work was putting it on. She's fleshed out. It's all you need. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, all you need. Mayday. I mean, um, she has the perfect name. She does. <laughs> that was it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And um, that title was just... I was bored reading it. It was pretty. Sarah Pacelli art. I think Sarah Pacelli drew it. Um... It, it was pretty. It, it looked nice. But reading it, I was like, I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> when I found out, oh, this is just a comic that has nothing to do with anything. And when it's over, it's not going to amount to anything. I was like, I, so I don't give a shit then. I don't care. And I don't know if that's a mean thing to say. I'm just keeping it above. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Especially when, you know, we have... I mean, if it came out earlier, it probably wouldn't get as much heat. Um, but, I mean, when you when you got Hickman out here bringing the X-Men, uh, you had a great, like, Invisible Woman book coming out. So good. Um, like you said, Punisher Kill Crew. Punisher Kill Crew is great. Uh, you've got the... Absolute um, Carnage. Absolute Carnage. Fucking Hulk. Mortal I Hulk mean, is great. You have all these books coming out right now, and then you're going to give us a weird Spider-Man story. Especially when the other Spider-Man books are so great. Yeah, like, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Uh, um, it doesn't. But by the way, uh, if yeah. you're not reading Invisible Woman, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. Um, they're doing everything I've talked about uh, that needs to be done with uh, Sue Storm, the mm-hmm. Invisible Woman. Mm-hmm. Showing flexes on her powers. Mm-hmm. Like, the last one, she's showing how she could bend light to change colors. And she gave herself a tan, changed her uh, hair color <laughs> to go in disguise as a party. Because, you know, why not? Because she has a daughter who's a super genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, showing why. And I think it's a good flex because I always thought Sue Storm would be a dope assassin. Well, absolutely. I always wanted a what if story where Sue got uh, picked up by, like, the hand mm-hmm. after the crash. And she became, like, the ultimate stealth assassin. Because you got to think about it. If you're fighting Sue Storm. She could have a million different knives around mm-hmm. you in every different location coming in to stab you. And you can't see one of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. see them. And she could form them out of anywhere in any shape, any size. Mm-hmm. She could basically be hella but invisible. No, absolutely. Like, think um, about that. She just starts stabbing you out of nowhere. You can't even know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm with you 100%. I have a question. Does, would Daredevil be able to see her invisible constructs? Uh, would he be able, he would be able to sense them because they're distortions. Would he be able to sense them? Yeah, they're distortions in space. They would affect the uh, air around them and things like that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Somebody said online he wouldn't. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, why wouldn't he? 
Yeah, no. Like, I'm trying to think. The problem is sight. So if you, for example, like... This, so the like, only scent she's fucking with is sight. She, The only scent she technically fuck with is sight and probably smell. Because I'm thinking smell. Okay, smell. Okay, yeah. Sight, sight and smell. smell. But, for example, like if you're a TKer and you have a TK field up, she's putting her daggers around. Your TK still, they still hit them because they have force. Makes sense. So anything generating force would then affect the pressure around them. Mm-hmm. So Daredevil being in tune with, you know... Movement, air, pressure, the whole nine. I mean, mm-hmm. You see that with you know, I'm him with you. in fight. I'm with you. The moment she starts distorting that, he's going to notice. Uh, MTF made a good point. He said, would he even know when the invisible woman is invisible? I would say, yeah. I would say that he wouldn't even know that she was invisible. Like, I don't think that would affect his radar like that. I don't think it would. But I don't know if it's ever well, been explored. Yeah, she would. he wouldn't know she's invisible or standing right there. It wouldn't matter to him. Because like I said, she's going to hear heartbeat, she's going to hear breathing, she's going to hear, you know, she's going to know she's there. Uh, Vader Yu says, what if she put herself in the force field that silences everything? I don't think that she could do that. She can. Here's the only problem is, once she does that, she's limited to the amount of oxygen that's in that force field That's well. true. That's true. So, because she can, I mean, she's shown the ability to stop oxygen. She can pressurize it, that's her true. force field, enough to stop eight. Air from coming through, That's true. light from coming through That's for true. periods. Um, <clears throat> she can stop anything from coming through that. Mm-hmm. So she can do that, but you have to also understand that the force field still distorts the pressurized field around her. So the moment she brings up the force field, unless she comes in with it, mm-hmm. she he would notice that. If she moves with it, the air will still distort. It's mm-hmm. you know oxygen is all around it. There are molecules. So the moment she moves or shifts, mm-hmm. her force field is going to distort those molecules. It's going to create a change in pressure, and Daredevil should feel or be able to react to that. Okay, I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with it, which which is another reason why I say Daredevil doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Neither does Sue. Um, neither does Sue, <laughs> absolutely. Did you read Web of the Black Widow? Uh, I did not, no. Fucking great. Yeah? Um, I like Black Widow. I feel like she should have a monthly. Um, she's popular enough. Um, I feel like she, her, and Hawkeye should have monthlies. Um, but Kate? Uh-huh. you want to give Kate a monthly? I, I agree. Kate should get a monthly. She should bring her sidekick with her. Clint. <sighs> sidekick Clint. They should bring back the little car, and he should ride in the sidecar. Oh God damn it! Um, well, let's be real here. When we inevitably get the um Hawkeye show, the Kate uh, show. Kate getting Clint out of here. I mean, as of right now, she's only got him out of here in the comic book world. Once she crosses to the movie world, it's a wrap. Hang it up, Jeremy Renner. That's why he's getting prepared. That's why he's writing songs now. That's why he's doing music. He's like, wait, I think I'm done after this. (laughs) Oh, shit. Did we talk? Because I know we were gone last week. Did we ever talk about... uh, Haley Steinfeld being eyed for the play Kate? Uh, a little bit. Okay. You know, said, I mean, I think it's a good casting. She's I think it's good. a great casting. I don't um, know how good she is with bow and arrow, but I did go to uh, the Circus Vargas. Mm-hmm. It's over by uh, the mall mm-hmm. um, last night, and I did watch a gymnast uh, shoot a target accurately with her feet. With her feet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she could be... <laughs> I mean, she could be trained up, apparently, uh-huh. so that's what I want to be able to see. Like... By the end of this, I need to see uh, my Hawkeye shoot shit with feet. 
How <laughs> guys would it be? I'm weak. Um, I agree. She deserves her own title. Exactly, Crusaders. Um, I just think that she just hasn't had a good team. If they get this team that they have a Black Widow right now, if they do that and just keep it pushing like that, then yeah, I I see, I, I can see that becoming an ongoing. I hope people read it. I really did like it. Uh, how's it tell said, did you watch the boys? I watched the oh, first yeah. week it came out. Yeah, I wrapped it in the first couple days. I was so mad when it ended. So I was like, I need more of this. Um, greatest live TV show going on right now. Greatest live superhero TV show going on. Beats uh, everything. They were able to do something. I don't think a lot of um, a lot of shows have can say that they were able to do, and that, that is they 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 up the bar. You know, each every maybe like three years or so, you kind of get one of those shows that up like Daredevil. Was one of those up the bar shows. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and don't get me wrong, like I love Punisher, for example. But Punisher, it, it was very good, but it didn't fully up the bar. I agree. You know I what agree. I mean? I Daredevil had set that bar. I agree. And even though Punisher, you could even say it was maybe a little bit better, mm-hmm. even if you want. But it didn't up the bar. The now, way Daredevil, Daredevil was definitely the one. Yeah. Um, Daredevil was great. Um, Doom Patrol was great. Doom Patrol was phenomenal, um, especially in this generation. Mm-hmm. It's Doom Patrol. It was out there. Probably one of DC's smartest moves. Cause, I agree. Don't get me wrong. I haven't. I've only watched part of episode one for Titans, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it got any better. So far, it hadn't in the first beginning <laughs> of the episode. Uh, um, so it's great getting these shows with a lot of freedom to show and do what they want. Uh, I said that the boys is important because. They didn't hide behind the fact that um, this is adult shit. Like, this is real adult shit. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like Titans tried to do it, but still kind of held back a little bit. Boys goes full on out there and just goes ham. Um, let me see. Cheryl says, um, Jessica Jones season one is amazing. Kilgrave was an amazing villain. I love Jessica Jones season one. I hated two and three. Um, Jessica Jones season one, I think, is... Jessica Jones season one, to me, was probably one of the best Mm -hmm. uh, Netflix seasons. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that, I think, was due to, one, them finally giving us a kind of no-shit type character where she didn't go into... She wasn't going in about the tights. She wasn't going in about anything to think super heroic. She felt very natural mm-hmm. doing what she did. Was like, I'm just fucking super strong. Like, what are you? I'm super strong and I'm extremely hard to kill. Well, Chris, so I just go, through, you know. But I like the fact that she was just kind of throwing people around. Mm-hmm. But she, but it felt very natural. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like you know scripted. She wasn't doing like superhero poses. Like mm-hmm. it gave you that gritty feel. And Kilgrave was great because he was that perfect reflection of, yeah, this is what I would imagine a fucking regular person doing with a power like this. Yeah, I agree. Like, you're a fucking total piece of shit, and they mm-hmm. let him be that piece of shit. It was okay, crazy. so Cheryl agreed. Yeah, saying the rest was trash. Yeah, Actually, yeah, don't go wrong. And I think they suffered because they didn't have a good villain either this season. I agree. They didn't agree. have, they, you couldn't compete with the relationship that became of uh, Kilgrave and Jessica knowing each other. Absolutely. Like, their relationship, the love-hate part of it was, you know, like, look, he loves and is obsessed with you because mm-hmm. you're like a fucking superhero bodyguard. 
and you keep around. Mm-hmm. But he hates everything about the world. <laughs> hates himself. You hate him. <laughs> uh, I like what Cheryl says here. She says, as a woman, overcoming the mental abuse from a monster like Kilgrave was powerful. And, you know, um, I, I've heard a lot of, of my fellow uh, women, uh, geeks that I know online and everything, including Cheryl, say the same exact thing. So that's what made Jessica Jones season one so great. I think they tried to replicate it a little bit and it didn't come off as good. Yeah, the trauma that they went for in season two was the mother, the trauma with her mother. With the mother, yeah. It wasn't, and I think it suffered a lot because it was all, it wasn't a real storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, this wasn't, like, the Kilgrave stuff is pulled from the book, so you have stuff to go off of. Yeah, you yeah. have You have a relationship, but it felt like the mom stuff was really forced. I agree. It kind of came out of nowhere. Then the Flag Smasher kind of stuff in the season three or whatever. It was just like, like all right, whatever. Like, at that like, point. Yeah, you started And you already knew they were ending it, the show, so yeah. it's kind of like. We're writing it in. Krista yeah. Ritter was on her way to having a kid and all that. She wasn't interested she in the show interested. anymore. She's like, like, I got bigger, better things to do in my life. All the Netflix shows, the best seasons had strong villains. I agree. Yeah. That's why all three Daredevil seasons are, fly, are fire. Yeah. Um, that's why all three Daredevil seasons. That's why I like mm-hmm. Luke Cage season two better. Even though I feel like I would have liked one better if uh, Mishala Ali stayed, but he had to leave to go win an Oscar. <laughs> it happens. It and happens. come back as Blade. Yep. And, um, He's like, I-, I need to up this character game. I still uh, want to be in the hood. <laughs> uh, Cheryl says, I didn't even see season three. Don't do it. Yeah, you didn't miss out. <laughs> don't, yeah, miss don't, don't do it. But And I can honestly say it's the same. You can say the same about the movies. With um, with the comic book movies, I think in in comic book movies is it, it is important to get your hero done right, mm-hmm. but it is more important to have a solid villain. Villains and drive the story, and if you think that's not true, ask Loki. Very few. There's very few movies where I could say they didn't have a strong villain, and the movie was still good. And the only one I could say that off the top of my head with is Wonder Woman. Because Ares was a weak villain. I can't say that. Trash. But it was, still, trash villain. It was still a good movie. Trash villain. Like, they did um, enough for the character herself. I'm trying to, to think. I can't think of any other movies that had just a shitty villain. The first Ant-Man. But Hank Pym was good. <laughs> I mean, he, don't he, do that. he beat his wife don't in the microverse. Don't, don't do that. Don't do don't fucking do that. <laughs> I, say, I mean, I, I like Yellow Jacket, but, but but for real, he was just I'm evil Ant Man. <laughs> yeah, true. He was, he was fairly weak. He was fairly weak. Alright, so that's two. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know any others. Yeah, I can't think. I can't. Like you said, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. It's Absolutely. hard to do. Because I mean, other movies that were kind of uh, like Whiplash was. Wasn't good. Trash. Iron Man Two sucked. Um, what's his name from Iron Man Three? Um, shit. I forgot his name. But you know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, whatever. Extremists and, and all that. and all that was trash. Um, Malekith wasn't that good. And Thor, mm-hmm. the Destroyer, technically wasn't. I mean, the first Thor didn't really have a villain. Was like, but Loki, kind of, kind of. Yeah, the brother. I mean, they teamed up next movie. That's true. <laughs> and they didn't really like. Get back to the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, come on. Uh, I think you're right. I think uh, I'm with you 100. Um, 
I, I always tell people uh, a good what makes a good hero, and I think we talked about it on the last episode. Uh, what makes a good hero is are the villains. Like, yeah. like for real. Like, I feel like one of Batman's biggest Happy Batman Day, by the way. Happy Batman Day. Um, um, one of ba- what makes Batman what he is are his very compelling villains. And you know, one thing I've learned is that I like his villains more than him. Yeah. I mean, think about it, <laughs> Batman. Batman at this point is Batman's best books are looks into the minds and the psyches of his villains. I agree. Um, you could literally Batman is a background character in his own books. Can we say the same thing about Spider Man? Um, at times, yes. However, I think that Spider Man, Spider Man, because of the way he interacts with his villains. You also have a lot of fun when he's fighting his villains. Versus Batman, you don't have as much fun. Like, the interactions aren't the same. You kind of see how Batman beats his villains, but more recently they've made it fairly unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Like, he just be beating up Killer Croc sometimes. Just fucking him up. Just, just, just fucking him with, up. With the fisticuffs. And we said that <laughs> And we said that in the last episode uh, that, you know, one thing I always liked about Spider-Man's villains is that he actually has to fight these niggas. <laughs> like, he has to fight Green Goblin. He has to yeah. fight Doc Ock. He has to. He has to fight Kingpin. He can't even just punch Kingpin. He got to fight this nigga like shit. <laughs> no, that one time he showed him. Really oh, fight that him. one time. Yeah. Did he grab him by his skin and shit? Yeah. Like, ah, shit, the goddamn. Yeah, nigga had enough. He was like, "Look, bro, I've been holding back for a long time. We've been beating your ass since I was 16. <laughs> and, and look, I just want to let you know, uh, I've been nice to you, bro. You like slap the teeth out of it. Back in, back in, bitch. Who this ass for everybody? Bitch ass nigga. But, like, um, fuck you. Nah. Who had everything and then threw it away? <laughs> like many of Spider Man's villains are brilliant scientists, brilliant engineers. <laughs> are Batman's villains not? Most of Batman's villains have been fired. Kicked out of some sort of Wayne company. So screwed has, over by Wayne somehow. So has Spider Man. <laughs> it sounds like you're blaming Batman. Bro. It's, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Not on Batman the, Day. The, Not on Batman Day. The don't do that. The problem in Gotham is the rich white dude who goes around beating up the working beating class. Mental, 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 yeah. <laughs> mental. Not even just mental. Think about it. Throw some scenarios in here. Talk to me. Let's say you're working in Gotham, right? Okay. Because the rich playboy who owns your money ain't really paying attention <laughs> to your company, your company gets bought out by a LexCorp thing. LexCorp moves all his operations to Metropolis, so now you're out of a job, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so now you're going to need to make money to feed your family, right? Mm-hmm. You got kids and shit, you know, because Wayne Enterprise promotes family. Mm-hmm. So now you need to find a job so you become a henchman. Now, oh, you skipping a lot of shit here. A lot of what shit? Why, why would I have to become a henchman? There ain't no other job. Ain't no gas stations. Do <laughs> <laughs> you, you feed your family at a gas station? I mean, how expensive is rent in Gotham? These are it, things it, that we need to talk about. These are things we need to talk about. Cheap? It should be cheap. It don't look cheap. There, no. There's like two companies. That is one. Look at that. No, no, for real. How? What is the rental property? Everything's a high rise. Ain't no fucking neighborhood. That's true. Bruce don't even live in the city limits. <laughs> Bruce live out in the outskirts. He knows so expensive. I, I need to see the zoning. Can you, you, you imagine <laughs> if he was down on fifth with the prices? <laughs> I need to see the zoning laws. I need to see. I need no, to see. Not only that, but here's the thing. Niggas will take a job with a nigga named the Joker who kills both his henchmen. This shit gotta be expensive. <laughs> 
These people, are things. If Joker has no problem getting henchmen, you know that shit's expensive. No, for real, I'm with you 100%. These are things that I feel like should be discussed in the comic books. Like, why are there so many henchmen? Why aren't niggas just getting jobs? Is there no McDonald's out there? Is there no restaurants? Maybe it's overpopulated. Maybe it's overpopulated. The first time you commit a crime, any crime, you get crippled by Batman. (laughs) Or let alone his psycho ass son Damien. That nigga probably stab you and shit. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You just brought that up. Bendis, let me talk to you. Bendis, I love you. You know I'm going with this? Okay. How about it? I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Bendis, I love you. I think you're great. But sometimes I gotta be like, bro, what the fuck is you doing? And now we're there. So for those of you who don't know, we've been rumored for a long time that uh, the Tim Drake Robin is getting a new name. Turns out, that's not true at all. He's not getting a new name. His new name is now just his name. <laughs> Wait, what? He's gonna, he's, during the day, he's an undercover rapper. <laughs> so now he goes by Drake. Because, and I quote, oh my God. Drake is one of the most dangerous birds. It's a duck. <laughs> it's a mallard. <laughs> they turned this nigga into Darkwing Duck. He's now Darkwing Duck. I don't, I'm not calling him Drake. He's Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. He's not that good. Oh, come on. Then Tim Drake is good enough for Darkwing Duck. Don't do that. He's not. He's not good enough for Darkwing Duck? Darkwing Duck is better than Batman. Tell me more. Look at Darkwing Duck City. Very rarely. Fair. That's the end. I mean, who, one city to the next city, Darkwing does better his job. His sidekick likes him. <laughs> that does you. The sidekick does like him. I mean, he don't be putting children. He lost that, lost that's not a child in harm's way. In bright yellow clothes. So let's keep it 100. I mean, Kai just says, because Bruce spends all his money dressing up as a bat instead of giving people jobs. Listen, man, listen. People keep arguing that fact, but... These things aren't explained. Like, these things aren't explained. Well, let's, let's do this. How most CEOs of mega corporations work up to 18 hours a day. Batman literally be off on other planets and shit. How many times did Batman have to fight to get his company back? Plenty of times. Plenty of times. Plenty Which of means times. you know what he ain't doing? Running that fucking company. <laughs> and you know who the majority shareholder, thus the biggest decision maker is? Uh-huh. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. These are things I feel like in the comic books, they focus too much on the Batman side of it, which I get because it's a Batman comic. Let's be honest. If that gas station paid better than minimum wage because people were putting money into it, guess who wouldn't need to do crimes? The nigga working in the gas station. That's true. I mean, these are things I feel like should be explored in a Batman book. Crime crime is a result of people's environment and conditions because... People don't like to go out and do work. People are inherently lazy. So unless people need to go out and do fuck shit to get money, mm-hmm. people aren't going to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have jobs and shit like that <laughs> where you pay people enough, I mean, this. I mean, it's like any place where it's like, oh, yeah, what do you do? Well, I'm a maid. 
okay, well, where are you made at? Well, I'm made here. I'm a janitor there. I also have this job. Like, yeah, people work 18, 20 hours it's on the true. end. It's true. And people work 18, 20 hours on the high end. Mm-hmm. So, Batman, instead of going around and crippling the working class. <laughs> <laughs> crippling the working about it, class. Think about it. If you was a henchman, right? If you was a henchman and you get a fight with Batman, you think you're going to be able to work for the next, like, six, eight months? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're gonna be fucked up. You're gonna be fucked up. I mean, I, Batman old, ain't pulling no punches, especially if you get Damien. Damien probably, <laughs> probably ain't gonna walk straight again. Lose a limb, nigga. Like, yeah. Listen, we've all read an issue or a comic that included Batman where we said, God damn, that nigga's never gonna walk again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shit, walk, talk, <laughs> breathe through anything but a tube. Oh, oh, Batman shit. Batman's fucking, fucking niggas up. Like, for real, for real. Batman go the lightest on the worst criminals. Spider-Man was Like, how man. come Joker ain't got a permanent limp or something by now? I'm dead ass <laughs> Like, I'm serious. Joker should be walking around fucked up by now. Uh, he should have teeth. Yeah. He should. <laughs> Joker should literally, they should, like, Harley should have Joker on a string and should be carrying around like a walking puddle. <laughs> Just sliding along. Just sliding along. <laughs> what happened? I ain't got no more bones. I mean, at least, like, think about, think about Daredevil. When Bullseye fucked up Elektra, they had to put Bullseye back together with adamantium mm-hmm. parts mm-hmm. because of how bad Daredevil fucked. He broke every single bone. Like, they they found bones that they didn't know were bones before <laughs> after Daredevil got a hold of that motherfucker. They had to build them, yeah. And you guys the, say the same about Batman. Yeah, that was the hand. They, like, did this thing. They, they brought him back with, like, adamantium shit. Like, yep. with the money, does he still have that? Yeah. Okay, all right, word. Yeah, it's basically he has, and it's not like, like he has adamantium-infused parts, so he doesn't have, like, a full adamantium skeleton like Wolverine, Mm -hmm. but there's areas that are infused with adamantium, so you can't break, like, think you can't break, like, his back, his arms, and his legs. Hmm. And his neck. Interesting. Yeah, his neck. But, like, if you break his, he could break, like, ribs and shit, Mm -hmm. like, it's not like Wolverine where it's, like, every piece is. He can still get fucked up. Yeah. Uh, American Eagle did that. Uh, so Batman mm-hmm. should go after white collar criminals and corrupt politicians more. Yeah, those who are driving the forces of poverty and making it acceptable. Because think about it, the henchmen aren't people that are just like I was sitting around and re- be- waiting to be a criminal. The motherfuckers got wives and kids and you know families and shit. I was saying got no work. Probably sure. generally dock workers and shit like that. Like, how do you think you get the motherfuckers at the docks to turn corrupt? <laughs> you offer them more money than they get now because wage ain't worth it. Absolutely, because no, they got right. bills and shit too. This is like shit that needs to be talked about in the Batman yeah. books. I keep saying this. I'm 100 sh- facts. We need to talk about the economy of Gotham and how come it's they, not like how it is in Metropolis. They've done it before. Batman just can't stop fighting people. Remember when Batman <laughs> did Batman Incorporated? Part of that was him being able to dispatch all the many sidekicks, children he likes to get shot at. Children? <laughs> yeah, the little babies to get shot at instead of him. Uh-huh. So he could focus more on bettering places like Gotham and things of that nature. But he was like, damn, I haven't crippled anybody in a while. So he started crippling people in the workplace. Like, oh, hey, you weren't supposed to take that thumb drive. Oh, bam, bam, bam. You left your computer unlocked. Bam, bam, bam. Absolutely. Uh, don't even realize this a Bruce retired to become a lawyer. Hey, man. Hey, I'm with it. I'm with it. That's probably supposed to happen because a big rumor, um, James Tinian IV, uh, I like James Tinian. He's a great writer. Um, he's supposed to be announced as the new Batman writer today, if I'm not wrong. No. 
Um, he's supposed to be renamed as a new Batman writer. And the big rumor now is that uh, Lucius Fox, uh, the son of Lucius Fox, the one that was uh, Batwing, yeah. um, he's going to become Batman. I think this is the stupidest idea ever. I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb. I think that... Um, we already got black Batmans. Nobody read them, so... Luke Fox, yeah. I think that, uh, first of all, we already have black Batmans. Second of all, mm-hmm. this is just a ploy to get, you know, hey, hey, how would you like it if Batman was a black guy? We all know Bruce is coming back. We all know this. We all know this, and it's something that's just been done a bunch of times. I mean, Falcon became Captain America. We don't need black Batman. We just need more superheroes of other ethnicities with their own idea- identities. Stop giving people other people's capes. Alright? Just stop giving people other people's capes. Look, unless it's a generational thing where you're handing where you're passing the mic down, okay, that's fine. But don't hand it laterally. I let motherfucker, you know, let him let him use his own bars. Don't drink the fucking situation, okay? I get tri- I get shit for this, you're not wrong. I, I get shit for this. But I, I, I stand by this 100%. DC gets away with bullshit diversity. They get away with it. Because I don't think that DC fans care that much about diversity as much. And that's not a diss towards them. I like DC too, but you know, I lean more towards the Marvel side. But the hardcore DC people, I don't think they care. I don't think they care. Name me a popular person of color... That has, I mean, there's not too many that, you know, um, that that didn't come from someone else. Like, a lot of people say John Stewart. He's not even the first Green Lantern. And they still Hal Jordan around. The only ones I can think of would be Black Lightning. Oh, what comic is he on? Huh? Huh? What com- no, he had comics in the past. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, he's just a yeah, B- Black Lightning. Black Lightning. Bumblebee's a Transformer, Kaiju. What are you talking about? Uh, Vixen. Who? Animal Woman. Oh, 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 I heard of her. Uh, <laughs> None of these niggas have comics. Bumblebee no, doesn't have a comic. No, no, Cyborg doesn't have a comic. No, no, no. Um, 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 <laughs> Dark Side. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. The Dark Side. Dark Side. It's Dark Side, nigga. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Dark Side, nigga. It's Dark Side. That's why Superman always tries to beat him up. That's why Joe beat his ass. Is that what they say? That, <laughs> is that what they say that he's not really there? He's a Rolling Stone nigga, illegitimate. Illegitimate ass avatars everywhere. This is just why illegitimate is saying he's really big. But they look just like you. They look just like you. Mario said no. Nah, that ain't me. Mario said no. <laughs> I'm fucking Mario dying. Said no. uh, Don't do that, Kaiju. He's putting fucking bumblebees in the. Uh, cyborg? <laughs> the yeah, best. Cyborg. Who? Um, who? Cyborg. Cy- the nigga who had his history erased. Was he a Teen Titan? Only on Teen Titans Go. Okay. Okay. He's a Teen Titan on Teen Titans Go. But wait, I saw him on Doom Patrol. He's a Doom Patrol member. Then how is he Teen Titan? On Teen Titans Go. Cartoon Teen Titan. Not live okay. action. Not live action. Live action, he's Doom Patrol. And he's not in the comic game. And he's not, he's not, well, if you're animated, he can be a Teen Titan. If it's, <laughs> if it's, if it's drawn, uh-huh. he's Justice League. Okay. Okay. And then if it's on a show, he's Doom Patrol. I ain't one with it. 
Uh, what is game player on 158 says? Jessica Cruz. Jessica Cruz. She's not the first, though. She's not black, but she's the person of yeah, color. She's, and she's not the first. Yeah. We're talking about characters who didn't have who, their own mantle. Their shit, they're black. It's yeah. them. When you mention Green Lantern, when you just say Green Lantern, you have to say, which one are we talking about? Yeah. Like, for example, if you just say Falcon, Falcon Sam Wilson's been black Falcon Sam Wilson. Exactly. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. Um, Blade. Blade has been Blade. Storm. Storm. Has been Storm. Exactly. You, know, you have to go, that's where we're going down, you know. Blue Marvel's always been black. Monica Rimbaud, uh, Spectrum, all doing the black person. Like, yeah. it yeah. is what it is. Um, that has always been DC's problem. I've said from jump, what they needed, they should have never brought Hal back. Hmm. John deserved that spot. He deserved that position. He was popular in the cartoon. And then they brought Hal back. Yeah. And now, like... John's been the kind of sideline. He's yeah. killing shit in the Justice League comic book. Because how could it come back for the spectacle, but not as a Green Lantern? How should have come back and evolved in some way? Like you could have how had how become one of the Guardians. Like even with the most recent big storyline that they had, where basically now they're taking the roles of the Guardians. Like how should still just be there as the Guardian? Like you said, you need. To re- we have too many Earth-based Green Lanterns. Way too we many. Got like 19 now. Way too many. I mean, Way everybody's getting, like, they hand out Green Lanterns and bubblegum machines now. But you want to be a Green Lantern? Here you go, man. Well, there you go. I mean, we got Mexican Green Lanterns. We got Asian Green Lanterns. We got two Mexican Green Lanterns. <laughs> I'm just waiting for, I'm just waiting for the, uh, Wally to become a Green Lantern. Have a <laughs> Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, Wally series came out. Wally's a murderer. I don't give a shit. Hey, listen, man, I'm not sold. I'm not sold. I'm not. I'm like, they gave him a series. I'm like, did this nigga just kill a bunch of people? <laughs> did he just kill a bunch of people that tried to blame it on Harley Quinn? Now he's just like, oh, my bad. They're about, they're about to parallax this nigga. They're about to parallax him. That's so corny. I think that's corny. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, if anybody could reverse it, he can. Damn. I mean, he tried. He can. He just didn't try. He just didn't try hard enough? Hard enough, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. You know the the Flash writing mechanic is very simple. When running doesn't work, run faster. Run even faster? I see. I guess I see where that's going. Yeah. Listen, man. How uh, fast you run this time? Not fast enough because the problem's not fixed. Gameplay. <laughs> I don't mind other heroes being the spider by older generations, but I do hope we get more diverse heroes with their own identities. I would be excited. Game player. Here's the problem. This is what we've been saying forever. That, that has always been DC's issue, is that their diversity sucks. Let's just call a spade a spade here. Yeah. It's not good. And some people are okay with it. For example, Jessica Cruz. That is cool. But to me, I'm like, the problem with Jessica Cruz is that she shares her name with like 90 other motherfuckers. Yeah. So that's not her shit. It's not hers. This is why people give me shit for this. I like Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider. But when we say Ghost Rider, you have to say, which one are you talking about? Yeah. That's not his shit. Yeah. It's not. Johnny Blaze been here for mad years. He's still around. Yeah. And Danny Catch. But you know who the one left it, the line next character that's 100% dance? America Chavez. Yep. That's her. That's her shit. Yeah. To me, she is more important than Robbie. And that's not a diss to any to Robbie, because I like Robbie too. 
but America's the one. And I think that I think that there the discussion needs to happen because I don't think it comes up enough in when we bring up these topics. Is there is a difference between generational diversity and lateral diversity? Like you said, I don't want a character to become diverse off directly off somebody else's name in a lateral move. So if you've got like thirty year old Cap, mm-hmm. you give me another thirty year old Cap who's black. I don't really care for the Captain America name change. Mm-hmm. However, if you've got you know like Cap, and then you got Young Patriot, you know, and one moves into the other position, mm-hmm. to me that's different because you can have that generation change. It's just like, and I think one of the best examples, even though it's not a POC one, mm-hmm. was. Um, Barry and Wally initially where Barry was the Flash and Wally was Kid Flash and literally grew up and moved into the Flash position. To me, that's how you share name and you change up generationally. Whether you've been black, white, whatever, you know, you have that generational change. Mm-hmm. Don't give me like, okay, well you're Batman and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, now this brother Batman and that's it. No. Right. The next <laughs> Batman should be one in person, people who've been Robins. Otherwise, what's the point of fucking Robin position? I agree 100%. I agree. You know, give um, me the generational. Give me Superboy to Superman. I'm, yeah, you I'm know. Jonathan Kent. Um, no, I'm feeling Aqu- it. Aqualad to Aquaman. Give me, like, give me the move up. Now, Don't MTS, give me a move lateral just to do it. MTS says, but uh, she's not the first Miss America. Let me rephrase that for you. When she was first introduced, she was Miss America. But when she went to Young Avengers... Young Avengers gave her an identity. They, they find out that her name is America Chavez. And she has no relation to the other Miss America at all. Like, she... Even... I have video games with America Chavez. They call her America Chavez. They don't call her Miss America. Like, she goes by America yeah. Chavez now. No, well, you're not yeah, wrong. I think they started her off like that. Yep. But now she's definitely become her own thing. So... And Comic Crusaders yeah. are saying something. They said controversial time. But it's not that controversial because, to me... She still hasn't been fully fleshed out. He says, America Chavez is not Latina. America Chavez was raised by her mothers in a utopian parallel. These are all facts. A reality that is out of time in the presence of being known as the demerge. Absolutely. Um, here's where I'm at with it. Because I don't know if you read it in the Miss America book. I don't blame you because that book was trash. But I, I, I respect what the writer was trying to do. She was trying to give America Chavez an identity. Mm-hmm. So when America Chavez teleported to Earth, she teleported to Brooklyn. Or was it the Bronx? One or the other. And she met a bunch of other uh, Dominican or Puerto Rican people. I apologize if I get that wrong. But people of her that look like her, and they raised her like that. Which has always been my issue with America Chavez. She's so pro-Latina, blah, blah, blah. That's just great. But then, it, but then you look at her origins, you're kind of like, wait, this doesn't make sense. You're not even from that culture. So I had always pushed, um, I had always pushed, and I think we mentioned it on here before, and please somebody stop me if I'm wrong. I've always said that what if America, uh, when she was a kid, she's from the Bronx, she gets somehow transported to that area, the, the Utopia, she meets her two mothers. They raise her, so they're all she knows. Let's 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 just cut that one out. Talk to me. Why couldn't her mothers be from there initially? And she was drawn back to that place because, because she's because a princess, right? So her you don't have you you don't have to be born into royalty to be royalty. So her okay. mothers 
could be from Earth. Okay. Found a way to get to the Utopian parallel. Okay. Lived there for an undetermined amount of time because okay. time works differently there. I'm working with you. And, you know, that's why when she came back to Earth, she was drawn to the place where her mother from. The people who her mother's... I like know, that. Initially come from. I like that because I don't want to take away the idea that she has two mothers. Uh, yeah. My my sister uh, has a wife, mm-hmm. and uh, she uh, you know had a baby as well. She went through the process with the people, and so that is something no, important. And there's no reason why you know they couldn't have gone there, and their wish to have been together and together to conceive a child was possible within the utopian parallel, which is one reason they you know continued to stay until you know they had to you know. They had to depart her. And things didn't work. So they were able to go there. They were able to, you know, leave the Bronx. They were able to go there. They could still have that background then, technically. They became part of this utopian parallel. Do we see her parents? Have they shown what her parents look like? Um, I thought they did in that book. And the, 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 the two moms? I had, to pull them back. I had to pull it back out. But I know they showed her future self, if I recall. I thought they showed her mom. Basically, my point is, our point is, America still hasn't been fleshed out. No. And I think there's a lot of potential for her. I said make her a fucking eternal. Well, I said make her an eternal. But wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool? Well, here here's one thing I want to ask you though, based on this topic. Talk to me, even though making her eternal would be cool. Okay. Would is a black mutant black, or are they mutant? What? So mutants a race, right? They identify as a species. They identify as a people. All mutants under the mutant flag, but they're born by humans. Mutants consider themselves different. I mean, you're not wrong. Now, but I'm saying because mutants don't recognize you as being black, mutants are like, hey, if you're a mutant, you're a mutant. That's a human thing. I agree. So I agree. How? how, So what would you say? Like, how does that take precedence? I see it like this. I see it like this. We're humans. We're not mutants. Me and you. We're not mutants. Well, we might be. We don't know. Um, I can't talk about it live. You can't talk about it live? Okay, yeah. yeah. The government is listening. Um, to us, we'd be black. That'd be a black person. But to them, in their Krakoan natures, there is none of that. It's right. just either you're a mutant or you're not. Either you're a mutant or you're not. That was one of the reasons why I thought it was... I. I uh, let me shut up. I was going to talk about the whole Bobby being afraid to come out thing. Uh-huh. I, I, I didn't like how that was done. Even though I can't tell people when it is and when it isn't okay for them to come out. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, dude, you're... Gene old. can. <laughs> Young Gene can. Young Gene that was such that. bullshit. Young Gene that can do that. Young Gene to out you in front of everybody. She just put him. Nigga on blast. Young G, Young G is Young G the Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> she just out there snitching, snitching hard. Don't do nothing wrong. Don't do nothing. Takashi G, Takashi Six One Six. Takashi Six One Six. Oh my god. Oh shit. Yeah, nigga just put yeah. She just put that nigga on blast. I'm like yo. What oh you gay, bro? What? Are you gay? Yep. Are you been gay for mad years and you've been hiding. <laughs> I'm like, what <laughs> They said 20 years, know. officer. Iceman gay. Oh. <laughs> Did you know that Iceman was gay? <laughs> That's a meme. So what you That's what I'm I'm fucking weak. Um, Man, but, um, That's yeah. why I wasn't sold on that. I think the way that it went with a Noli. 
it was done better. Him coming out, I think that was done better. I just don't see... Oh, let me shut up. Let me shut up. I just think that it should have been written better. Yeah, because... Written yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just think it's interesting because that's one of the ways, like, if I was to write X-Men, I'd want to treat X-Men. It's kind of like how, like, Hickman doing it is. X-Men are being treated as their own race. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what this color of your skin tone is. If you're a mutant, you're a mutant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's almost like, you know, like uh, with, um, what's it called? With America Chavez, you know, being, you know, from somewhere else. You know, what you identify with, you how you treat it. How she's treated, how she lives, is being being Puerto Rican, I think is important. So I think it would be important to go back and kind of give her that tie. I agree. To that heritage versus letting it be out, like, where she might be just some sort of amalgamation because I agree we don't get that same representation but with that's like a John Jones no you're absolutely you know right I mean? and that's why I was saying have they shown what her parents look I think, like I think her I, gotta parents, look that up. I think her parents look like I gotta uh, look it up I think her parents were brown okay I, I, I think it would be more important to say like look she was because raised that, off that earth. culture is important yeah I think she was raised off earth mm-hmm. her parents were initially from you know her initial her parents were initially from the Bronx she was drawn back there later you know, because of that. And that's how you have America Chavez. Otherwise, it makes no sense for her to grow up looking the way she did. And her parents have just picked that look. You know what I, I mean? I honestly think, and I could, you know, when we inevitably get America Chavez live action, I think they're going to throw all that shit away. I think they're going to be like, fuck it, she's from here. And then she was giving some power some other way. I think they're going to completely change her origin. Because once again... That culture part, that culture background is what separates her from everyone else. This is the reason why Cyborg will never be Black Panther. And that's because of that cultural relevance. Cyborg doesn't have that. That doesn't make him less of a character. Cyborg ain't got no history. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't raise that motherfucker. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is why I've always said Cyborg isn't it. Yeah. I get what they're trying to do. They want to put a black person in the Justice League. It wasn't Cyborg. It should have been Jon Stewart. It cute. still can be Jon Stewart in the movies, yeah. even though when but, they're gonna do. But but Cyborg still suffered for Jon Stewart <laughs> for that flex anyway. Facts. Um, June, who will be June says who will be hated more in the MCU by the civilians, mutants or Thanos? Uh, mutants, mutants most definitely. Mutants are, are and the sad part is technically mutants are a greater threat um, to humans. Only because you can, as the Avengers shown, you can eventually stop Thanos. Mm-hmm. Thanos is a single entity with, you know, armies behind his back. Thanos is something that technically you can fight. Mutants just start popping up. I mean, you got to think of mutants. Mutants is kind of like Freddy Krueger. There's no getting rid of mutants like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mutants are always going to be, do you think you got rid of all the mutants and all of a sudden what happened? People still fucking. Absolutely. As long as there's babies being born... It's going to be mutants. I just sent you something on Twitter. Pull it up real quick. On Twitter? Yeah, on Twitter. I'm going to start doing that instead of emailing. <laughs> no, I mean, and the notifications. I should have sent it that way, but... Okay, so those are her parents. See if you can pull it up on the screen. Yeah. Oh, good. <clears throat> Pardon our dust here. Where 
Basically, we got a picture of her parents from the uh, James McKelvey, um, uh, the uh, Young Avengers run. So she has two moms. They look Latinx. There we go. Yep, it's up there now. Okay. Those are two moms. Um, yeah. I mean, they look human, and that's, I think, the most important part, is you could say they're from Earth. Mm-hmm. So. What? <clears throat> I'm trying to trying to paint this out here. So, how about we make both of her parents, her mom, both of her moms are from New York. From New York. They're from New York. They're from the Bronx. BX. Um, something happens, some kind of wormhole, some kind of shit. They end up on another planet. They raise America with the Latin culture background. Once again, we can't lose that culture background. Talk to me. You need to. Okay. Tell me more. What I like, what I just said is, Mm -hmm. they come from, they come from, uh, like you said, they come from the Bronx. Okay. Where she ended up going back to. Mm -hmm. They raised her. And this utopian parallel was slightly, you know, slightly. I mean, it's their culture, so they're going to raise her, you know, to degree. But that's what I was how saying. They, how they raise her, but it doesn't have to be heavy influence. And that's why she goes back as okay. a kid when she loses her parent, when she loses her mom, mm-hmm. and then gets the rest, most of the culture influence, which shapes her being a teen. Because I'm saying you can make a movie or a comic book like that where you know she's learning as a little kid all stuff. Because technically, these might even be her relatives in some cases that she just doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Because she I'm doesn't know you. her history. I'm we could you. even do scenes where, you know, you look just like, you know, you look just like my cousin so-and-so, you know, when she was your age. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But you can have her go back and get the rest of the cultural thing. But having her parents have come there, because they look human, they look hu- human-like. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason for human-like beings to be found on any other planet if they didn't come from Earth. No, I'm with you. Um, you know, and they gain powers through going there, yada, yada, yada. My comic crusaders seem to be very passionate about this, <laughs> They're not from Earth, is what I'm saying. So how do they classify with Earth-based culture heritage? I'm saying, based on the way they have it now, you're correct. Technically, she's not like She is parallel again. <clears throat> I agree. I mean, that's that's what it is. I agree. I agree. Oh, he said Puerto Rican from the island. But I'm Puerto Rican. Okay, so he's Puerto Rican. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's so now I get why you're so hardcore about that. I can understand that. Absolutely. Um, and I agree with you. I agree 100%. I've said that from jump. Um, that, you know, I've always said that that culture is important and they need to find a way to fix that. I feel like the writer of the American Chavez book tried but didn't finish it. It should have been finished. I, I, I've I, said from jump, we find out she's from Earth. Uh, America Chavez is from Earth. And maybe she had a power because no one else from her world has that teleportation power. So maybe she's a mutant, she's an eternal, she's some kind of shit, and she found a portal and ended up going there. She ended up being raised by them, came back, and that's when she met the abuela who ended up showing her the ways of her culture. And maybe she found a portal to go exactly to where she first came from 
exactly right back there. So that's why she ends up in New York. See, I like the moms. The only reason I like the moms doing it is because the moms going from Earth and then somehow gaining powers would give more explanation as to why her powers are so different. Because she's not from there okay. originally. And then her moms went there and got powers. Okay. You know what I mean? Which, you know, allowed them also to conceive their child and make the child in the way. Because she's a unique being. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so right. if she comes over and she has the power first, she's being mutant. I don't know, that's kind of, that's a little, it, it cheapens a little. I think that you can okay. go back to her parents and having her parents come from, like I said, you came from Earth, you were able to have something different. It was always so, a little bit of turmoil, and she came back, she's not, you know, going to Earth for the first time. So you're sticking with the idea that America is from Earth and her parent, her moms aren't? Well, technically her moms are from Earth. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Her okay. moms are from Earth. Have I'm they? saying her mom. Her mom's found the portal. Her mom's found the other dimension. Okay. Her mom's gained, and you can even say they became superheroes in that dimension mm-hmm. based off their exposure to whatever portal. They gained these extra-dimensional abilities. Then eventually, they had her. They created, you know, they had their child because it became possible in this extra dimension. Mm-hmm. They didn't take her back to Earth because mm-hmm. of what they were dealing with in this extra dimension. And uh, uh, yeah. space Latinos, <laughs> but why should they be from Earth? You know what? Because I, culture is something it's the that's culture found part. It's the culture location. part. There's no reason to imagine that the same culture yeah. is going to pop up in a completely different place in space I agree. with people who look the same. I agree. <laughs> I agree 100%. And that's why I feel like since... And, and once again, we're just going off of what they're selling us. They're selling us that, you know, uh, uh, America Chavez is a proud Latina. Uh, I'm with it. But her back, her origin doesn't reflect that. Especially if they're saying she's 100% from that, that place. That doesn't make her Latina. That doesn't make her Latina. She's from a whole other place. And so, that's like when, you know, it, you know. so that's why I always ask people, do we consider Superman white? I mean, he has the skin color of a white person. No, he ain't white. He ain't white. <laughs> Kryptonian. <laughs> Uh, the, well, the thing is, he, he, he is Kryptonian. I mean, that's who his people are. It was Hydra captured a young Magneto and put him on ice like Bucky. He escaped it a little time. He was found by Charles. That way, to, oh wait, someone asked a question. How could how would y'all change Magneto backstory for the MCU? Because he doesn't age slower like some people want. Um, um, for me, I I personally said he he could still age slower. It doesn't mean why does he need to age slower. Well, it depends on where you do his... If you don't want to change his backstory and still want to have him in the Holocaust... But that's my next question. it depends on where they insert the X-Men into the Marvel Universe. But that's what that's my next question. Does Magneto need to be from Auschwitz? Um, he doesn't need to. He needs to experience some kind of... He doesn't need to, but it's that's one of the easiest times where he can see humanity... That is worse. It's absolute worse. Humanity. Times, I'm saying humanity is fucked up at other times. Like I had somebody talk about like Rwanda. I was going to say if apartheid. Were, I was going to say, but if you were in like Rwanda, for example, that was still two sides that were warring against each other. Mm-hmm. You didn't have one coming in saying that we are the absolute superior with our military might and we we're going to eradicate you from mm-hmm. this land. They said, we want you out of our lands and out of our areas. Right. I'm hoping you still exist, but both sides were saying that. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, where you had the objective viewpoint of a specific villain and victim. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the other times you had two sides at odds to a degree. 
I agree. You know what I mean? Where, you know, in the case of the Nazis, like, no, the entire elimination of this side mm-hmm. was the result of, you know, we can't have any more Nazis, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cripple Germany, cripple that whole thing. That whole way of life needs to go. Mm-hmm. You look at when people say Malcolm X, white people, we didn't tell the white people they didn't leave. <laughs> that one side wasn't considered like you are absolute villains and right. you all need to go and be decimated. Right, right, right. So it's kind of, you don't have the full, like, there is no other way mm-hmm. stretch that you have with, you know, a lot of the other events in history. Like, that whole Nazi Germany Holocaust thing was like, you are literally wipe, trying to wipe these people from the face of the earth. Like, that is your, you're experimenting on these people, you're destroying these people, you have an inherent horridness mm-hmm. just in the way of the world. Other situations, nothing wrong, shit's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But this was so total as in, we are going to demolish you because mm-hmm. you are weaker than us. I agree. It even ranks true kind of with Apocalypse to a, to a degree, where it's like, well, no, we are saying we are stronger than you. Mm-hmm. And you are not fit to survive on our world. I agree. Okay. Okay. I felt with it. I think that, um, I mean, like I said, I see you doing it, but I just don't see, like, that was, that was such a perfect moment for a character like that to be born out of. And you, he can still hate anybody from his generation. Let me ask you a question. Were there any black Jewish people in the Holocaust? Yeah. Yeah. It's recorded. It's recorded. Yeah. There's like books and shit about blacks, Jews. People who are non-Jews and gays and everything like that being killed. In the no, Holocaust. I mean, like, like I'm pretty sure they're half black, half Jewish people. Drinks. That would make a bunch you, of yeah, that would so make, make you, you Jewish. Yeah, black people, all, all people are all around the world at different times. So, yes. So, I went to my question. My question is, um, <clears throat> my question is, um, what if they went that route? Because this is a rumor. It's not even true. Like, it's not even set in stone. But the idea of it upset people all, upset people about uh, people of color, um, Magneto. Yeah. Um, I, I personally more, my conversation there was more based on the event, mm-hmm. not the skin tone. Yeah, it could happen. I mean, it could make it, you know, it could... You could even stir up reason why he would have been picked out in the first place because he looked different, even though he was Jewish. Why he would have been snatched from his mother initially and not probably killed initially with the mother. Like, why are you, why are you here? What are you doing here? You know, initially. And then, because remember how they had the old X-Men movie where he was at Auschwitz and they, you know, pulling him and he pulled the fence and all that? Mm-hmm. You, could that have a scene, you could have a scene like that where, you know, no, blacks are killed over here. <laughs> and, you know... No, I'm Jewish. I have, but I mean, I think the I think the scene is more important than the skin tone. So I wouldn't have any problem with them doing a person, person of color. I just think if they change it to, like you know, you grew up here during like slavery and shit like that, mm-hmm. and you feel that kind of way still, I think it would be a little bit of a different flex. But Here's, I can understand it. I agree. It's more relatable situation. However, why bring up stuff that's trying to you know further divide that's already in this country? Here's what I'm at with it. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. You know. Here's my thing with it. I don't want a race bent Magneto. I don't need one. Uh, I don't want one at all. Like, if they decided to do that, I'd be completely against Plus, it. black people on phones. <laughs> Killmonger was right. Let's get Killmonger right. <laughs> I don't want one at all. No, um, God's work. 
I already feel like you stupid. I already feel like Jewish people have been erased. Like I feel like when it comes to certain characters, they ignore that Jewish part. I feel like they do do that. They they ignore that part. They're like whatever. We don't care. Um, I feel like it's important. Um, the slow aging. I almost. I almost feel like there wouldn't be a way around it. Because I feel like Auschwitz is too important of a background for him. To wipe us out. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like I don't, I don't, I don't want to race bent. Now, what about a race bent Charles? Um, it's fine too. Charles is red. Charles. Changing Charles' race doesn't really matter. It doesn't. Does not matter. Okay. The, especially because he has telepathy, which means he can make people see him as white. <laughs> taking their money. If he really wants to. Oh, shit. You know what? Be good. Be good. Like, good. Like, oh, yeah, I've always been thinking I was white for all these years. Nah, nigga. My name's Terrence. Nigga, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Terrence. Well, Terrence Johnson. I'm one of them Johnson boys. Terrence Johnson. <laughs> Terrence Johnson, boy. Why do you think, why do you think my first kid came out purple? <laughs> That's great drink, baby. He's the, I want some great drink. <laughs> Charles is so naive that it's easy to believe he's white. Um, I'm fine with the Winter Soldier idea. What freezing Magneto? Well, yeah, that was your idea. That was whose idea? Uh, MTF. Oh, he said I'm fine with the Winter Soldier idea. It's like that was your idea. Why? Why else would you be fine with it? Um. It. So where? So Magneto being frozen. Magneto being frozen, I'm using him as a weapon. But it's kind of funny because it's almost like reminds me a little bit of the Ultimate X-Men. Mm-hmm. Remember how they created the Ultimate X- the uh, mutants in Ultimate X-Men? I like and that they idea. Kept, they kept Magneto as basically like he was like the kid at the facility for a mm-hmm. long time. Remember? Because he freed Wolverine. Yeah. And so he was like, you know, he was involved with the project from his early inception. But, you know, at the same time, it's kind of like how many... Freezy Magneto keeping him. How many mutants were out there? How big was the cover-up? How many mutants are we going to get up front if they're able to keep mutants on lock? You know what I mean? Like, that's... is If mutants were around without fully being discovered or them using something else, mm-hmm. I would... You know, actually... Ooh, here's an idea. Mm-hmm. What if they kept Xavier and Magneto on ice and they became friends? They utilized Magneto and Xavier for different missions and and they were using magnetos to wipe the minds, or not Magneto, but Xavier, to wipe the minds of everybody they came across who knew about mutants. So when people have a mutant kid, they would take that mutant kid, put, bring him to this facility, it was like a power down facility. Mm-hmm. That kid would stay at the facility. So you have these two mutants who are basically kept on and off ice until they're needed. And they grow up a kinship, because they basically like, Magneto ends up being like their kind of power to go in wherever they need. He ends mm-hmm. up working with them to create Cerebro so mm-hmm. they can locate the mutants. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's a big undercover plot. And both of them are basically right. the first two kids that they start utilizing and abusing to stop the mutant problem. I mean, I pitched it on uh, Twitter going off of what you said there. I would have liked the idea that how they do the X-Men is that the, the mutants have always been around. Um... And I feel like, you know, when it comes to John Hickman's writing, I feel like the MCU do take a lot from what he wrote. So, I like the idea of Kokoa because that puts all the mutants in one place. Yeah. 
All the mutants are in one place. So basically, he has the Cerebro. He finds a mutant that's born. He goes and takes the mutants and takes them to Kokoa. I am racist the, the minds of everyone so they don't exist. Now, when I pitched that idea, a lot of people were against it. They said, yo, that makes Xavier a piece of shit. <laughs> so, Xavier. <laughs> These are all things he's done before, by the way. So, like, if you don't like how that is, then you don't like the character Xavier at all. He's done shit like this. Yeah. Plenty of times. I mean, he, he let Scott's brothers die and then tell him. And then tell him about it. They completely wiped their existence. Yeah. Like, you don't have a brother. Like, like nigga, what? <laughs> I had a brother? Oh, yeah, you did. And I wiped his mind, and the nigga's still alive. And see, and this is where I would go if you didn't want to make Charles a complete bad guy mm-hmm. with that same idea. Because I had the pitch of, you take the kid, so you take the mutants had been living mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. The Sentinel program comes up. Mutants and humans are at odds, and Charles mind wipes everybody. Mm-hmm. But Charles and Magneto come back mm-hmm. to talk to the parents mm-hmm. of you know new mutants as they're born, mm-hmm. and instead of just telling them, "Hey, I need your kid," and wiping their memory of them, mm-hmm. they show them first what it's like for mutants, what humanity started to do to mutants. You know, the Sentinels sending giant robots killing children and the families and everything like that, convincing them to give the mutants. See, mm-hmm. this is where I wanted to insert them in the MCU. Because I wanted to have it where the blip, the blip took out their telepaths. So they could no longer go to these parents and these families and tell them what happened to mutants. But Magneto still goes to mm-hmm. get the mutants because Magneto's, you know, still down for the cause of bringing mutants. And I was going to have it on Genosha versus, you know, Kokoa. Kokoa, okay. But you have him come back. Mm-hmm. And now he's starting to get frustrated because he can't show the parents. So the parents are reluctant to let the kids go. Mm-hmm. So more mutants A are being born into the world. And now you have this frustrated Magneto who's like, look, these the humans fucking suck. And I want to have the blip be a reason for it to have a conversation where Namor pops up and Namor and Magneto. Because Namor is a mutant. Yes. Namor is also in a hidden city or hidden area mm-hmm. where Magneto and them, you know, would be. And be like, the world has gotten so much better since the mutants have been gone. Mm-hmm. You know, because remember what Cap was talking about, about the sea life returning? Yeah. You know, and like, yes, the sea life is, you know, brimming, da 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 da. And then basically talking and setting up, you know, I still it'd be think better without the humans. And the humans pop yeah. back up. I still think that part was a, 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 a call to, to Namor again. Yeah, and it I should feel be. that way. Yeah. And I, I think it should be because then you have Namor issues on two sides. You have the one side with Namor to encounter the Fantastic Four, Black Panther, yada yada. Then you have Magneto to take on the humans directly. Because mm-hmm. I want to have the blip show back up. Charles come back, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, yeah, now there's all these mutant kids that I wasn't able to get, mm-hmm. and already the whole place is in disarray because everybody's been talking about how great the world is with only half the humans. Mm-hmm. Then bring up the fact that, well, now the humans are back, and the world's only going to get worse. You know? <clears throat> and we have more number now than we did before because there's been, you know, more mutant bursts, maybe something, you know, with the blip kind of triggered. I'm with it. But there's now more mutants out there. We haven't been able to recruit them. The government now knows about mutants. I was reading with MDS said, MDS said, but stealing children from the parents is inherently evil. Okay, how about this? Um, how about he gets these four mutants, sends them out into the world to do something, they end up dying, and then he wipes their existence away from the whole entire planet. Or how about he creates something, learns that it's alive, and keeps it locked up so that he could do the danger room. 
Yeah. Uh, the Shar technology kind of thing. Yeah, with uh, Danger, the Danger. robot. Yeah. These are all things that Xavier has done. And I think that the mind-wiping of all humanity is very important in driving the reason why the humans think that the X-Men are such a big threat. Because you yeah. think, once you find that out and you find out the mutants are capable of wiping their own existence from you, mm-hmm. that's a huge, that's a class one threat. That is absolutely. beyond all other. You tell me any kid could be born with this power? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things that needs to be introduced into the X-Men, I think that we focus so much on the X-Men and how they're superheroes that we don't focus on mutants as a whole. And let's be real, mutants are dangerous. Celine, fuck. <laughs> Apocalypse, shit. Is it, uh, or was he experimenting on? Was Nitro a mutant? Or was he, ex- he experimenting on? I don't know, I could be wrong. I mean, I don't know. Um, Nitro could be a mutant. But imagine somebody with that kind of power. That could, no, imagine, yeah. uh, what's it called? Imagine fucking uh, Jasper Braddock. Mm-hmm. Uh, being born in well, fucking insane who's able to just bend reality in his will who can literally destroy the fabric of space time randomly randomly out of nowhere um by the way uh I don't think Marvel's gonna keep the Fantastic Four an all white team uh, I don't think they should if anybody I would change Mr. Um, Fantastic oh yeah I would say I'd change Reed Reed Man, I'm, I'm calling it now Oscar Isaac for Reed Ricardo Richards. Ricardo Richards. Either either Oscar Isaac for uh, Mr. Fantastic or Oscar Isaac for Nova. So instead of Richard Ryder, it'd be Ricardo Ryder. That gets Ricardo. rid of Dick Ryder. That gets rid of Dick Ryder. That's funny. That gets rid of Dick Ryder. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Is Michael? I think Michael Korvac was a mutant. Was Korvac a mutant? I forget. I thought I thought Korvac was a mutant. Korvac isn't a mutant. Um, no? Nah, Korvac isn't a mutant. He was... I thought he just had his powers. What? Oh, Brotherhood of Badoon. Okay, I thought it said Brotherhood of Mutants. Uh, go to his history. Um, brilliant computer science, scientist. Computer technician. The Badoon... Corvac becomes a collaborator and traitor to the human race. I haven't read the Corvac saga in so long. It's it's highly rumored that Corvac is going to be the Captain Marvel villain for Captain Marvel 2. Yeah, no, um, he's not a mutant. He's not a mutant. No, yeah. not at all. And I agree that finding out that mutants have mind wiped before is a great reason for man I Here's the deal. Um, I've said this forever. Yeah. That the X-Men are not enough. The X-Men are not enough to convince humans that mutants aren't pieces of shit. <laughs> they're not enough there's millions of mutants there's millions of Sabretooth and that's why I think Sabretooth is so important because Sabretooth is the ultimate example of why the mutants do need to go why they are a problem Magneto Mystique these are you know, all reasons why mutants are fucking crazy and we I, need to get rid of them I wish I knew the episode number offhand but there's a book in the Ultimate X-Men line it shows exactly why mutants are a problem. There's a ultimatum. One, no, no, uh, no. The book with Wolverine and the kid. Oh was, yeah, that was yeah. Ultimate X Men. That was the Bendis one that uh, Gary yeah, Frank I drew. Just, I just don't know the issue number. I'll find it right now. But um, it's essentially like there's a kid 
that was born and his power is not start from the beginning start from the beginning though he was waking up yeah there's a kid who wakes up he's going downstairs and he realizes that you know his parents aren't home thinks it's kind of weird but he sees their clothes on the ground ground, he's like oh that's strange but he's like all right i gotta go to school anyway so he starts walking to school and he notices as he's walking to school there's like nobody around but it's just clothes on the ground then he finally gets to school and he sees some people and everybody's like kind of in a panic they're like oh my god all these people are missing or whatever so as he's asking what's going on everybody starts to just turn to like a chemical like dust basically right in front of his eyes and he's like what the fuck is going on so he leaves town and goes and he's sitting in a cave then all of a sudden wolverine shows up mm-hmm. and he's like you need to get away from me i don't know what's going on so something keeps happening and wolverine's like don't worry about it you know i'll be i'll be fine because wolverine has the ability to heal and wolverine breaks down to him that yeah basically you hit puberty last night mm-hmm. and when you hit puberty your mutant power kicked in yeah. And unfortunately, your mutant power was essentially to uh, basically turn everybody's cells into a gas, almost. So basically, you're killing everybody in an unknown proximity to you. We don't even know. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, I've been sent here to uh, to handle Fucking that. Fucking murder you. And he's like, what do you mean? You're going to like train me or do anything like that? And he's <laughs> nah, like, you got to go. No, nah, we ain't got time for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So back to when everyone says, "Oh, that's kind of evil." What Xavier does? Xavier sent Wolverine to kill a kid. No, Fury. <laughs> was that Fury? Fury sent him. I thought it was Xavier no. that sent him. Fury sent him because he couldn't have the international incident. Well, I, I thought it was Xavier that sent him because they're like, "Nah, bro, you gotta go because you're gonna fuck it up for everybody. Like, yeah. you're gonna fuck it up for all yeah, of us." Because it was a two-sided thing. Okay. Fury sent him because they got word about the town mm-hmm. and Xavier and he was working with Xavier at the time so he's like yeah you can't fuck it up because he mentions the mutant human relationship relations right now mm-hmm. but he was sent by Fury okay I'm oh, trying to see the issues where it was um I know it was the I know it was the David Finch Bendis Ultimate X-Men run um guess it doesn't matter but yeah it was in that issue where that happened where and it was a fucked up episode because uh, issue because like the kid goes into a cave and he's just like well like he goes to school and this girl he likes walks up to him was like what's going on all the parents are gone and all of a sudden the girl starts dying in front of him and she was like it's you it's you and then everyone just ends up dying yeah. around him and so he goes into a cave and wolverine finds him in the cave and wolverine walks in there and the kid's like get away from me you're gonna die and Wolverine's like, nah, I'm good. I'm my cells are consistently healing. Um, X Men, the Ultimate X Men number forty one. Yep. Ultimate, Ultimate X Men number forty one. Um, and you know they say to him, they say, hey, you know, he's like, yo, like, like the whole time, Wolverine's there with a pack of beer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so you're thinking he's bringing that for himself. He's like, no, I'm bringing some of it to you. Right here, he cracks open and he says, "Here, kid, drink your beer." And the whole time he keeps telling the kid, "Drink your beer." And the kid's like, "I'm not old enough to drink beer." And Wolverine's like, "It's okay, drink beer, drink the beer." And um, and you know, so he's like, "Yeah," like he said, the kid's like, "You're gonna train me?" He's like, "No." <laughs> he says, "Oh my God, you're here to kill me." Yep. And he says, "I'm a mutant." Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it was me then. I think I killed my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm a mutant. Because mutant? Yeah. I I killed those people. All those people died because I'm a mutant. Yep. Yep. Sorry, kid. 
You hit puberty last night. You wait. I wrote it down. It says here your mutation, your specific mutation, radiates a series of toxins and acid-like poisons. Yeah, and everything in a radius around you, basically all you do now is kill organic tissue. You vaporize it. All I do is kill. My mutant power is to kill everything around me. And what it says, I can't live like this. Just fucking look, kid. Bad roll the dice. Well, I can't live with this. He said, just shit luck, kid. Bad roll yeah. of the dice. Yeah, bad roll of the dice, yeah. This is the last thing. He said, me and my girlfriend never, I so never he, even, like, he never got nothing. never been born. See, she said, well, if it makes you feel any better, ain't no one's ever going to know it was you that done all this. Ain't no one going to know what happened. Yeah. Look so at all those people. A, <laughs> some kind of chemical leak, that's what they'll say. Don't matter. That'd be it for it. They'd roll up. They round us all up. So see, there's a bigger picture going on, kind of thing going on. Damn. Yeah. He says, so, like one chromosome or whatever to the left, and I would have maybe been one of the X-Men. Maybe. He keeps telling the kid, finish your beer. <laughs> yeah. This kid just says, just do it. Just do it, man. Hard out here. Hard I, out here for I, I, I miss... I miss I miss shit like that. And the best part too is wearing a Punisher T-shirt. <laughs> I just noticed that part. And, and not only that, but the first thing, one of the first things he sees after he leaves the house is a dog leash. Yeah. It's like you weren't just killing humans; you kill dogs, you anything everything. organic. Uh, so I think that ends our show today. Uh, we talked about a lot of good shit. Um, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to mention? Um. No, sir. A uh, couple weeks until our next comic book movie, being Joker. And uh, that's it. Other than that, um, read, uh, if you aren't reading House of X, Powers of X. Hawksbox. Um, you're fucking up. Yeah, you're fucking up in life. Um, best comic coming out right now, that one, Absolute Carnage, Invis- Invisible Woman. Yeah, absolute um, Carnage is something else right now. Absolute Carnage is crazy. I never realized that Hulk never got the symbiote ever. I had to do research. I was like, has Hulk never gotten the symbiote? And I did research. I was like, I don't um, think he has till now. They <laughs> ain't Venom no more. Now. <laughs> the immortal, <laughs> the immortal Venom. <laughs> Can you imagine though, technically, because that's two passengers taking a ride. Damn. That yeah 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 that's it. Yeah. Damn yeah yeah. What that's a downer ending. Story. Absolutely. Um. So that ends our episode. Man, don't forget, uh, leaders of the free world issue two Kickstarter. We're sixty four percent there. Um, it was like what twenty days more to go still. Uh, nineteen or eighteen. I feel like we so. can still do it. Um, we've way past where we were the first Kickstarter, so that's good. Um, Congrats. but you know we still got much to do. Uh, Comic Crusaders, they want a uh, thing for me. I'm gonna get that to you today, and we'll go forward from there. Um, I want to thank everyone for joining us. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us right now. Um. Let's get it past that Kickstarter so I can get the second issue to you. Uh, Thank you all very much. We'll see you all next week and online. Peace. It's your boy Phony Toast. Tell us what's the most. (laughs) Taz, the old nerdy bastard in the building, man. We see it once again, you know. Uh, (laughs) I'll wait for this part. I thought you were going to, you know, give the whole uh, thing first. What do I say? It's not a podcast. Oh, yeah. Once again, this is not a podcast. It's a nodcast. It's the greatest show in the Omniverse Super Suit Show.
Talk Peace. to us, we talk back. Peace.